Greetings, Parish Orphans and Retrogrades. Happy New Week. It's Halloween week, and of course, the end of this week, Friday, is the first day of the Holotide. Halloween, the 31st. Then we have the first and the second rounding out Holotide. And it's always a special week that we celebrate a lot in my family. A big part of this show, as you'll be reminded by my logo behind me, is Memento Morris. Uh, so we have to remember our, our deaths, and this is the best week to do it. So happy Holotide, which begins, and we begin serious preparation for it this Monday. Parish Orphans and Retrogrades, today I come to you with live fascinating news, and almost is like a bit of gossip. Archbishop Chaput, according to the National Catholic Reporter, NCR, or the National Catholic Distorter, allegedly called Pope Francis a liar. Now, I, this, this by itself deserves, I think, praise from Archbishop Chaput. But the question is, is NCR lying about this? Did he actually, in fact, call Pope Francis a liar? Or are they reading into something else that Archbishop Chaput said? We will talk about that in just one moment. I'll, I'll give you the case and you can decide for yourself whether or not Archbishop Chaput called Francis a liar. If you want to support this show, we need your help. Go to patreon.com, of course, and support Timothy J. Gordon. We just added a new tier of support called St. Luke's Singles Society, and this is the $20 tier for Catholic singles out there who are retrogrades and feel themselves parish orphans. This is a golden mean between looking on some sort of um, super-specific, traditionalist-only dating site. I don't know of any such thing. But these are, this is a broader traditionalist appeal. And yet, of course, the opposite extreme is avoided. Also, the overbreadth of just going on a, a Catholic match dating service, which a lot of times includes 75 80 85%, if I had to guess, cultural Catholics that wouldn't even really know the sorts of things that we typically talk about here on Rules for Retrogrades and don't care and probably want to contracept or have premarital, premarital sex. Uh, so there's not much use to using those overbroad dating services simply because they use the name Catholic. Instead, become a patron of mine and go to the $20 tier, the St. Luke's Singles Society, uh, a week from Thursday, we're going to have our first event, which will be an online event. I'll make a little presentation for 20 minutes, and the other 40 minutes will be for the singles to do what singles do, which is to say mix. There are other Patreon uh, supports, uh, tier supports uh, besides, and it's the best way to support this show. Now, if you want to support the show on a one-time basis, buy my new book, The Case for Patriarchy which is taking the U.S. and at least Catholicism by storm. There, there is no such thing as Christian feminism. And the book declares this proudly, loudly, and produces a whole bunch of evidence for the claim. It's really a slam dunk claim. I urge you, finally, to get out of your blue state and into a red state like I did from California to Mississippi. Go to realestateforlife.org and get out of your state today. When there's still time, before borders are shut, before you're taxed for so doing, before you're so locked in your state, like what's happening in my home state of California, that it make, it, it's, it's taxing, difficult, costly, even to make a big move. You can do it now. 
in the kind of lull between the Biden administration's first and second years in office. There's always a lull. Make your counter move by getting out of your liberal blue state now. Go to realestateforlife.org and you can capitalize. You really can. Okay, so what is this story? Well, it's um, an NCR story, and since they lie, it's, it's written by Michael Sean Winters, who I'd love, by the way, tell him if you know him, Michael Sean Winters, I would love to have you on the show, and we could just shoot it back and forth, chop it up, talk, talk from completely opposite worldviews about Catholicism, the world at large, Biden, globalism, uh, the beer bug, whatever you uh, please, sir. Michael Sean Winters, who wrote this article today, Archbishop Chaput calls Pope Francis a liar. That would just be a, a grand old time if you would come on the show. We'd have a good time. We don't even have to designate a topic ahead of time. Whenever I cite from NCR, 80% of the time, it's one of your articles, and it would be a hilarious thing for us to get together. So let's do it. Here's how the article begins. Last Thursday was a good day for Archbishop Chaput, the former Archbishop of Philadelphia. He got to call Pope Francis a liar in the pages of First Things. That was the date of his article on First Things, and that article was called, it was not called Pope Francis is a liar. It was called, rather, A Little Wisdom from Bernard. And that was uh, October the 21st, if you want to go read it. First Things is a good rag well worth your time, unlike NCR. And uh, that's what they're citing from an October the 21st article, which was last Thursday. Chaput, Michael Sean Winters continues, was ostensibly responding to an article published in America Magazine in which Austin Ivory discussed Pope Francis's comments about EWTN, the conservative Catholic media network, not far right, but, but right of center, EWTN is, And remember, Austin Ivory said something to the effect of, when you're dealing with devils, yeah, deal with them harshly. And Chaput acknowledged the linkage. To be fair, Ivory's article simply elaborates on comments that Pope Francis made recently to Jesuits in Slovakia, he writes. I still haven't heard him call Pope Francis a liar, but I'm waiting for it. It would be a celebratory moment in a way. Pope Francis didn't name the offending media organization, but as journalists quickly confirmed, he meant EWTN. Now, this is uh, the end of the direct quote, uh, and this is Michael Sean Winters. When he goes on to explain that EWTN is not nearly as fearsome as, say, Facebook, and that EWTN star Raymond Arroyo, who we, we support on this show, and we did a show on the fact that, that Francis had really been designated Ar- Arroyo, Royo is less of a threat to the church than the Chinese leader, uh, Xi Jinping, and that as a former board member at EWTN, he is aware of its strengths and its weaknesses. He is wrestling with ivory. I guess Michael Sean Winters means not Pope Francis himself. That's throwing off the uh, ability to focus of, of, of viewers and camera alike. But then he gets to the central contention of his article. And any suggestion that EWTN is unfaithful to the church, the Second Vatican Council, or the Holy See is simply vindictive and false. Is this the entire entirety of the direct quote that, that Michael Sean Winters marshals against Chaput? 
to allege that Shapiro is calling Pope Francis a liar? I hope not, for, for several reasons, actually. I hope not. Well, he continues. Being unfaithful to the church is exactly what Pope Francis said EWTN was. Direct quote. There is, for example, a large Catholic television channel that has no hesitation in continually speaking ill of the Pope, Pope Francis said to the Jesuits in Slovakia. I personally believe, uh, I personally deserve attacks and insults because I am a sinner, the Pope says. But the church does not deserve them. EWTN doesn't attack the church. Pope Francis continues, they are the work of the devil. I have also said this to some of them. And quote from Francis, Michael Sean Winters continues, Archbishop Chaput now states that such a claim is simply vindictive and false. I guess this is the extent of what the good Archbishop said about Francis, about Francis's allegation, rather, and it does not include the L word, though some of us wish it would. I mean, we remember what happened in the late fall of 2018 when Francis essentially stonewalled about his involvement in Uncle Ted McCarrick's misdoings and cover-up, etc. You know, stonewalling is the mark of the liar. But Chaput has not said it. Michael Sean Winters continues, How does Chaput square EWTN's consistent effort to demonize immigrants in Trumpian fashion? Don't know what you're talking about. Illegal immigrants? This, this is not demonizing them if you acknowledge their illegality. For example, on this episode of The World Over, and this one, he's providing links, with his claim that they are faithful to the Holy See, which has made care for immigrants an obvious priority for many years. Here's the answer. Uh... Uh, MSW, you, you need a nickname because that's a long name. Three, three, three names and a name is too long. Michael Sean Winters, MSW. Here's the answer. When the Pope waxes, rhapsodizes, philosophically or poetically, as a man of the left, he, uh, in his private theological opinion, about such things as migration and other globalist uh, musings, one does not need to join him. Okay, a Catholic does not need to join the Pope in his private musings, right? Put this thing in the AAS. And, and, and you know, if you're going to um, magisterialize um, in, a, a motiva- uh, in a motion, a sentiment, a sympathy, a sensibility about immigrants, well, then you're going to have to do it in a form that is better instantiated than just a mere emotion, or else you're not going to be able to make people feel as you feel, right? The the Pope cannot order Christendom to share his favorite color. We don't know what we even mean when we say, this is my favorite color. It's an emotion or a series of emotions that follow from me seeing the color green or turquoise. These are my two favorite colors. if If I became Pope, not that I ever will, you don't have to share that point of view. The Pope has strong leftist inclinations about migration, globalism. We don't have to share that. So one can have strong borders, strong language, strong culture, biases, or uh, that slanders the notion, viewpoints, as most political and cultural conservatives do, without running foul of any teaching that has been magisterialized by any pope in the long history of the church. In fact, of the 266 popes, 
the ones that have expressed strong Catholic opinion about this matter are strongly in favor of borders, language, and culture. Sovereignty. Thomas Aquinas, for one, ties this into the commandment to honor your parents, honor your father and mother, to, to be, have strong borders, language, culture attachments to your own nation, not, the, not as a citizen of the world or some uh, nonsensical globalist apparatchiks mantra. Okay, so how does he square EWTN's consistent effort to champion strong borders, language, and culture, American borders, language, and culture, which is a big theme of this show, strong borders, language, and culture. As Catholics, we're allowed to affirm it. Pope Francis disagrees, but that's fine. It's been his um, uh, priority. He has made care for migrants an obvious priority of his, his kind of interior pontificate. So be it. I disagree with the Pope. And most popes in the history of the magisterium do as well. Um, Michael Sean Winters continues. The church has long called for universal health care, and how could it not? <laughs> okay, this is politics. There's, there's a million good reasons to, to, to counter-argue what MSW is claiming. And I'm not going to get into it. This isn't intended to be a long show. But boom, there we go. Okay, now you're getting into private opinion. You have a, a really bad private opinion about uh, public universal health care. And, and I'm not going to get into it with you, but this has nothing to do with um, what we must accept as faithful sons and daughters of the church on faith and morals, or even discipline. Our founder, Jesus, MSW says, ministered to the people of his time by healing the sick wherever he went. He, but he did not in, say that, that doctors had his supernatural healing powers and must dispense them Anytime they, they came across not just a person who needed healing powers, but, but news of someone across the world that lived under an oppressive regime like Pope Francis's dearly beloved China, you know, the CCP, which is too cozy to this Vatican. Yes, they're, uh, they're not good to their people. You know, so reading tell of this in the news does not bind morally a doctor to go travel to China and start dispensing medical aid. That's just not the case. But EWTN MSW says, was only too happy to peddle lies about the Affordable Care Act. Is that being faithful to the church? EWTN never lied about the Affordable Care Act. So... You know, then he goes into Pope Francis's apostolic exhortation of Morris Laetitia, which did run foul of, of real uh, bimillennial Catholic teaching on communion for the divorced and civilly remarried. And we're still going to work out what this lower magisterial teaching error, if you will, will mean. But, but, but not us. We're just trying to do something with it. He then goes on to uh, slur more not only Arroyo, but Cardinal Burke, Cardinal Mueller who led opposition to Amoris Laetitia. But my point in showing you all this is that not only did Archbishop Chaput not call Pope Francis a liar, so this renders a Michael Sean Winner's claim itself a lie. He, he, he said that, well, this, this particular claim that Pope Francis made is not true about EWTN or about Arroyo, who I think was, he represents the tip of the spear, for EWTN, I didn't think he should be commended for it. We were admirers of the royal for being the tip of the spear against 
what's less savory, what is untoward in the Pope Francis pontificate. It's the worst pontificate in the history of 266 popes. So there's going to be some pushback, and he's always pushed back super fairly, Arroyo has, super professionally. And I, to my knowledge, it's never gotten him suspended or in serious trouble at EWTN once. And they're a pretty center-right organization, especially compared to rules for retrogrades. So what's the deal? The point is this. Folks like Michael Sean Winters, who, who write articles like this, are simply trying to tee up a, a, a counter-argument to a counter-argument so that they can start lying, or at least what we would call puffing in the law, stretching what Catholics must accept about faith and morals. There are some things, I've, I've, I've recounted them even in a recent debate, there are some things we don't like that are kind of bad that we must accept, particularly with discipline. Um, there's, he's stretching those things into anything that the Pope says, most of which is hot garbage. And he speaks often, and he shoots from the hip, and we're not bound to most of it, unlike discipline at a, at a slightly higher level. At a much higher level is what the Pope teaches uh, sovereignly as regards faith and morals. Okay, so that's all I'm saying. Michael Sean Winters, you're welcome on this show anytime. We'll have a grand old time if you come on. People, encourage Michael Sean Winters of NCR, the distorter, to come on my show, and we don't even have to name a topic. We'll just have such, it'll be a hot time in the old town that night that he chooses to come on. Parish Orphans and Retrogrades, click like, subscribe, hit the notification bell. I got to get out of here. I just thought this was of extreme interest to you. Props to Archbishop Chaput for more rationally more moderately, more temperately, criticizing Pope Francis last week on Thursday in the pages of First Things. But I want to show that when the left says that a person's lying, usually they're lying. And usually they're just teeing up a way to further stretch their apparatchiks, doctrinaire, mal-teachings into something that Catholics must believe. It's all hot garbage. Come on the show, though, Michael Sean Winters. We'd love to have you. God bless you all. You guys stay tough, stay strong. Day is a volt. God bless.